0: penis enhancement may seem like a difficult endeavor however me coach makes it simple we all know the best way to reach your goals as fast as possible is with the coach me Coach offers you just that by giving you an individualized, tailor made plan specific to your needs. Me Coach has helped thousands of clients improve erectile quality, increase penis length, penis girth, and has helped men improve their sexual stamina to last a whole lot longer. Me Coach is about actually helping you every step of the way in your penis enlargement journey. Unlike many of the crazy gimmicks you may see online, what sets Me Coach apart is the approach. First off, you will get your program created for you by AJ Big Al Alfaro and his team of trusted professionals who have been helping men in the PE realm for decades. They put their expertise into making your program. By using MeCoach, you will have AJ every step of the way to make sure you're exercising safely and effectively to reach your goals. MeCoach focuses on seeing you get to where you want to go in the safest, most efficient way possible. Me coach also helps men suffering from abnormal curvatures in their penises by using specialized techniques to straighten things out. If you are ready to take your penis enhancement to the next level, you can totally try it out now risk free. Now, if you get started, it will start off with a new client interview, customized routine to achieve your goals, me coach progress log, access to over 30 exercises, 10 routines. Safety guides, one on one personal penis training, and a 60 day money back guarantee. So be sure to check out Me Coach by clicking the link in the description below. What is going on, gentlemen? Welcome to another episode here at the Masculine Health Solutions Podcast. I hope you guys are doing fantastic and again I'm, I'm thankful for everybody that's been tuning in um got a lot of good stuff lined up for the very very near future in the very very near future um i'm gonna bring a lot of people talking about tantra uh sacred sexuality and a whole bunch of good good things that i think you guys will be appreciative of and um obviously the narrative or not the narrative i don't like using that word because as of late it seems that the narratives that are going around aren't the greatest um me being in Canada, I could tell you all about it. <laughs> but yes, it is a little bit uh, a little bit of madness going on in Canada. But it is what it is. You know what? We just got to focus on our lives and how we can continue to better ourselves as men. Because at the end of the day, you know what? All you are is who you are. And you're kind of a singular being. You know, you came into this world by yourself. And it is what it is. Now, enough of the somber stuff. <laughs> what I want to talk about today came in regards to a question that i had and this question came in via the dms again keep hitting me up on instagram a lot of stuff i know i gotta catch up i know i got to i gotta keep answering these questions as as quickly as they come you know and um at the same time though it gives me it's a great way for me to answer these questions via podcast just because i find that i can truly explain myself a little bit better and in regards to the question that came up it was, hey, man, what do you recommend uh, as a fat burner? And I asked him, how much money are you willing to spend, right? And he said, oh, I'll spend anywhere from like 60 to 100 bucks. And, you know, I thought about that. And I was like, yo, man, if, if you really are committed, I'm like, hey, you want to get to 8% body fat set? Like, how low do you want to go, brother? And he responded with, oh, as low as po- I possibly can, man, you know, I'm really looking forward to getting a fat burner to really get me started on my fat burning journey. And um I told him, like, hey man, you know what? Take those $70 that you're gonna spend on a fat burner and get yourself a food scale. Right. And he was he was kind of like, Well, you know, is there is there a fat burner I could take, man? <laughs> and I said, No, nah, brother, listen, man. And what I want to discuss with you guys today is the best way, in my opinion. For anybody on this planet to burn fat obviously I do understand that there are other things that may get in the way of your fat burning right I do understand that everybody different people out there may have different issues that may be keeping you know keeping them from losing weight one of the biggest ones that's out there that a lot of people don't want to talk about but it's stress oftentimes if you're stressed out you're probably not going to burn as much fat as you possibly can the reason for that is Your stress hormones, a.k.a. cortisol, is going to be up nice and high, and sometimes it gets in the way of you being able to burn fat, right? And it's something a lot of people don't take into consideration, but it is one of those things that needs to be addressed if you do want to burn fat or lose weight, period, right? And the best way to go about it is to get the stress out of your lives, out of your lives, man. Granted, it's easier said than done, and I know this because, hey man, I got two kids, my wife, I got a full time job, and I do all kinds of things, and I try to make sure that I can stay, you know, even Stevens in my mind. And sometimes it's difficult, but what I will recommend or, or bring to the table in in this case is um, meditation. Right? I think it's <laughs> I think it's extremely underrated, and I do know it's kind of grown in popularity. However. I don't feel like a lot of people have like a, some type of meditation or, or a meditation ritual, I guess, so to speak, like almost like a five to 10 minute wind down or wind up if you're about to start your day. But I feel that if you integrate meditation for anywhere from 10 to 15 minutes into your day, man, it will make your day so much better. I myself love to take a little meditation break on my breaks. Um, I will do a, a brain and heart coherence meditation. And man, I just feel rejuvenated. I feel great. I feel awesome. And I can go back to continuing my workday and I feel great, you know, and a lot of people will say, hey, man, I don't have a space to do it. If you got a car, just sit in your car, man, like find a corner. I myself, you know, I don't like to sit in the lunchroom because I don't need any more noise. I like to find a little place where I can just kind of de-stress and and do, do something for my mind. The other thing that I do enjoy doing is drawing or reading. And um, the reason why I enjoy these things is that as a kid, man, like that's all I really had. My parents took away the TV because I was addicted to it. <laughs> man, as a six-year-old, I could sit there and watch Star Wars over and over and over again because my, my dad had to record on a VHS and I would just sit there and, and I just keep watching the same old thing. We didn't even have cable TV, man. I, I I would just watch whatever was on because I was just a consumer. However, now that I've kind of grown up a little bit, <laughs> hopefully um I find that and I was reading about how drawing or expressing yourself through art helps to really you know get your brain in a nice place you know and ease that stress away and drawing and reading or painting or knitting like perfect example of a guy that I know that knits right he's a hardcore death metal personal trainer where you know he's got Slayer shirts he's got like dreadlocks you know he's this crazy dude and i'm like yo randy what do you do to de-stress and he's like yo man i like to knit (laughs) and i was like really word and he's like yeah don't worry i'll make you i'll make you a a hat bro and i was like no way man this guy knits right so what i'm getting at here is you got to find something to just kind of de-stress yourself whatever that may be whether it's reading drawing something that'll just kind of get your mind off of things Another perfect way to burn fat, which is something I want to bring back to the table, something I mentioned before. And probably one of the most underrated things that you could do is just go for a walk. It's good for your brain, brings the hormone levels down. In fact, in Japan, it's actually recommended as a way to treat depression. Go for a walk in a heavily forested area so you can just oxygenate all your cells. So again, meditation, expressing yourself through art, whatever that art may be. Dancing is fun. I like dancing with my wife. You know, it's a good time. Break out the salsa, you know, we'll have a good time. Mix it up. (laughs) And hopefully we'll have sexy time after. You know, a man's got to be optimistic. And um, again, going for a walk, a great thing to do. And obviously, when you go for a walk, you are also in that aerobic zone, right? And in your aerobic or fatty acid oxidative um, zone, I guess, you know, you're using fat you're using fat to burn obviously it's not as sexy or as cool as hit cardio and all that stuff that they make it out to be however a human being can walk for hours and hours and days and days on end you can't really sprint for all that long and a lot of people and a lot of athletes you know that i've, I've trained in the day back in the day as well you know like high performance athletes you know they all talked about how hey you know i want to do the hardcore stuff you know i want to do medicine ball throws and i want to do interval training and this that and the other and get on the assault bike and i'm like well you know if you take a step back you will actually find out that by doing this long kind of drawn out cardio that isn't as fun you will have great effects too and guess what your chances of injury go down you can't always go balls to the wall but as any you know as a young bull you know (laughs) back in the day i could tell you that i was all about that life you know everything's super intense and sometimes you almost got to take a step back and look at the way that you're training And realize that if I tone it down just a little bit, I will actually get more out of it. Sounds kind of counterintuitive. However, the effects are vast and they are kind of undeniable. Just ask any bodybuilder at the highest level what they do. You'll see a lot of them don't do high intensity, you know, don't, don't do high hit training, right? High intensity interval training and high for the most part hit training is done wrong anyways where most guys don't even go balls to the wall for that 10 to 30 second use up all the atp or creatine phosphate and then just kind of relax for about 4 minutes most guys don't do that most people don't do that right women included you know for the most part they're just doing uh basically their own version of interval training there's nothing wrong with that it's still going to be effective it's still going to be burning calories however you know, when you do the low intensity stuff, you will get better effects in the long run. And as far as sustainability goes, man, you could do it for a long, long time, right? So forget the fat burner and break out your walking shoes. (laughs) But going back to what I was saying, and what started this whole thing off the weight scale, if you are prepared to weigh 70 to 100 dollars, on a pill, which for the most part, you know, again, I'm never saying that a supplement is not needed or that it's not necessary, but there is a time and place for it. And for me, the only time that I would really recommend that is if you're already at 10% body fat, you want to bust through a plateau, take it to the next level. You want to keep it natural. You don't want to do any of these hardcore drugs like clambuterol or T3 or whatever those things, other ones that exist. Those are the only two that I know for fat burning, but you know you want to go you don't want to go down that road right so a fat burner would be great in that or from that regard right but if you're going to if you're going to do a fat burner and you're starting off and you're 20% body fat like yo get your diet in check first the most important thing that you can do which will benefit you more than getting a fat burner is just getting your diet in check hence the reason why i say break out the weight scale the food scale right get the food scale out get my fitness pal out out right? Pair those two together, get your diet on track, and that will help you burn way more fat than a fat burner ever can or will, right? Because I can guarantee you, if you get a fat burner, you're still going to be jiggling around, you know, a month after. (laughs) A lot of guys will bring it out and be like, yo, man, I'm I'm gonna get ripped off this. And I'm telling you this out of experience, because, you know, when I was about 240, 250, at one point, I'm like, yeah, man, I'm gonna take this fat burner. And I knew better, but I'm just like, you know what? I believe it. I saw it on a commercial. I think it was like a Zion spill, the one that I I, I took, man. And, you know, like all that stuff has, for the most part, going back to the ingredients, you know, usually it has some type of, um, usually it's got caffeine, some type of thermogenic, right? So it might have like capsaicin, I believe, which is the stuff that they actually take out of peppers, right? So it might have a little bit of that sprinkled on, might have a little bit of some jumbo juice, some proprietary blend that may have come together. It's got like a combination of cinnamon, Uh, Maybe throw in a little bit of beta alanine, you know, just stuff that will make you feel a little bit of a buzz, right? And usually it's just tons of caffeine. Um, Back in the day when they had ephedrine, hydroxy cut the original formula was loaded with those two things. Not the greatest things for you. However, you know, it would help if you were at that 10% body fat level. And a lot of guys don't realize that at 10% body fat, for the most part, I mean, you're pretty shredded at that point. At 10%, man, most guys are pretty ripped. The guys that you you see that are stage ready and, and you know, could jump on a bodybuilding stage are usually around seven, well, seven down to 5% body fat. I mean, obviously, it depends, you know, the, the guys that are natural, they could probably get down to like four. Andreas Munzer, granted, this guy died because of all the stuff he was taking. And they said that during the autopsy his organs were mush. So I would never recommend that. You know, that that's kind of why I say stay away from that kind of stuff. I mean, the guy looked incredible, 3% body fat. The guy was just diced, just ridiculous. However, it is important to note that if you want to get to 10% body fat, you're probably pretty shredded. And as far as sustainability goes, you're probably better off just kind of being around that area anyways. 8% body fat obviously is attainable as well. But actually... body fat. I mean, you're kind of pushing it, man. You're kind of pushing it. However, if you're able to just adjust your life so that you can basically maintain that physique, hey, kudos to you. For me, I find it kind of difficult. I like pizza. I like eating with my kids. So when I get to about 10% body fat, that's kind of where I just say, hey, you know what? This is good enough. Like I'm happy there, I'm content, and I can live my life. Right. Going back to the weight scale, the food scale, (laughs) the food scale will reveal where you are screwing up which is why i recommend it so much i had another conversation with a young lady today and i said hey so you have your weight scale because we're talking about cutting right and obviously i'm like hey you know i start cutting for summer this is usually when i start doing it so i have enough time to do it comfortably where i don't gotta you know like just get on a hardcore carb cycle for like you know two months where you're eating cardboard it's not the funnest thing to do And um, I told her, I'm like, yeah, you know, I've just been using my weight scale, my food scale to make sure that I'm able to quantify everything that's coming in through my mouth to make sure that I know exactly what's coming in, man, so that I can know how much body fat I can just track everything. If you're not tracking everything, man, down at the calorie, you're going to be a little bit lost. Obviously, you know, there's certain things that I may put on my food a little bit more, like some sugar free ketchup, you know, a little bit more than I should, but whatever. You know, it's not the greatest thing for you. However, you know, it will help me to get to my goals right now. And the thing that struck me with the conversation that I had with her, I'm like, oh, so you got a food scale, too. She's not in the best shape, right? She's not in the best shape. But, you know, we were talking about fitness and I was just kind of like telling her how I use my scale. And I'm like, hey, so uh, you got one, too. And She's like, oh, yeah, it's brand new. And I'm like, oh, really? So you're going to start cutting now as well? And she's like, oh, yeah actually, you know what, I I weighed my food one time, and I did not like the fact that it was so high. So I I just put it back in the box. I'm like, when did you get this scale? And she's like, three years ago. And it blew my mind, because I'm like, yo, you're at like, 30%. No, maybe not 30. That's kind of mean, maybe about 25% body fat. And the chicks, you know, she's about five, six, five, five, maybe. And It just blew me away that you have one of the most powerful tools that you can use. But when you're confronted with the truth, you'd rather put it in that box and just pretend it doesn't exist. And, you know, that's one of the things that blows my mind. But if you're able to hold yourself accountable and face the truth that, hey, I'm probably consuming more than I should, that's where the scale really works its magic. And this is why I think it's a silver bullet when it comes to fat burning is that it will tell you exactly what's coming in, man. And you won't be able to sugarcoat it. You can't lie. You can't prance around it. You can't dance around it. It's right there in your face. And it's like, wham, bam. And thank you, ma'am. Your buddy, 30 grams of, uh, or actually probably more like 100 grams of chicken breast. It's going to have X amount of calories. It's going to have X amount of proteins. You're going to put that into your fitness pal, my fitness pal app. And it's going to tell you exactly how much you are consuming, which is why I say, If you're going to spend 70 bucks to 100 bucks on a fat burner, don't do it. Don't do it unless maybe you're at 10% body fat and you really want to reach that next level. But if you're not, if you're just starting off, man, I'm telling you, download my fitness pal. It is completely free unless you get like the upgraded version, which I don't have. I just got the normal free version and I got my weight scale. And those two things are helping me to burn fat. Right, helping me to like lose weight. And it's a slow process. The other thing you got to do as well is be patient, right? So hey, man, that's what it comes down to. When it comes to fat burning, a lot of people are complicating it and, and you know, thinking that I got to take in special supplements and, and all these different things that aren't necessary, man. When you boil it down to the core, sure a lot of people will dispute this, but I truly believe that if you track your calories, right? That's number one, track your calories. What's coming in? Right. What are you eating? Check up on your stress levels. Are you stressed out? Because, hey, that's going to get in the way of things. And I think the third biggest thing for me, which is, I mean, this has made a massive difference, is how much protein are you consuming? right? A lot of people are over-consuming, highly processed, very palatable foods that have like zero to no nutritional value, man. You almost got to view it like a credit card, like an apple, right? It may cost you 100 bucks. And let's say a donut will cost you 100 bucks. The difference is that apple, right, is loaded with micronutrients and all kinds of wonderful things, right? Whereas that donut, you know, you spent a 100 bucks, you have a 1000 bucks throughout the day, but that you ate that one donut, and you're like, you know what, that donut ain't that, eh, it didn't really hit the spot, I need another two. Next thing you know, you have spent $300, you only got 700 caloric dollars left, and you go and you have a normal meal, you have your lunch, and you have some juice a lot of people overconsume via liquid calories, right? It's like I'm going to go to Starbucks and get that caramel macchiato, that's like 500 calories. Between that and the donuts, that's like 800 calories, man. And it it seems kind of unreal until people start tracking what they're eating, man, and it's super super important, right? My point is this, if you eat calorically dense foods that are loaded with micronutrients and for the most part come from the ground man like come from earth that the good earth old earth provided for you they're going to be loaded with all kinds of good things the highly processed stuff is going to be loaded with calories that contain nothing so a lot of obese people are suffering and, and they're like yo i'm constantly hungry and the reason for it is that their body's saying feed me feed me but feed me something good right if you keep feeding yourself and you keep consuming empty calories your body will never, ever, ever, you know, really reach that point of satisfaction, it's going to keep telling you to eat. Whereas if you make that switch, you start eating good food, right? Your body, you know, won't really crave any more food, because like, hey, you know what, I got the food that I need. And I will be able to survive just fine off of this, you know, I will thrive off this, not just survive, I will do spectacular. (laughs) Right? And that's the one thing that I feel is missing and why so many people are gaining weight and i think over i don't know how many people are obese in the united states last i checked i think it was over 40 percent like north america are overweight or obese right and that's a scary statistic because we're starting to see it more and more in kids which is why when it comes to feeding my children dude i am man i am strict <laughs> for the most part i mean obviously they can have good food but you know what i give them calorically Well, not calorically uh, dense food, but just food that's rich in nutrients, man. Like, it's got to have the good stuff. It's got to, you know, it's got to have that protein in there too. It's, it can't be absent of these things. And we can't expect people to thrive if they're eating as bad as they are. Because at the end of the day, it's malnutrition, which is ironic because if you live in North America, this is one of the most developed places on earth, man. If you live out here, you can't really complain. You know, this is. North America is probably one of the greatest places to live just because of all, all the opportunities. I mean, the food we got, I mean, I cannot complain. However it's on us to make sure we can navigate through these murky seas at times and and just eat what's best for us. So again, just get yourself a weight scale. If you're willing to spend 700 bucks, right? Spend it on that weight scale. You will not regret it. And the last thing I'll leave you guys with is be honest to yourself. Be honest when you are weighing your food. I've been there, man. <laughs> I've lied to myself too. Like, oh, you know what? I'm just going to have one more teaspoon of this delicious chocolate icing. You know, I may have another cupcake. And maybe I won't put it in my journal. But that's usually when you'll realize like, hey, how come I'm not losing weight? If you hold yourself accountable and you, you take a look back, you take a step back and you're like, bro, you know, I know I had that cupcake. I know I had that cheesecake, man. And you can do one of two things is in, in, in the future, you can just not consume that cheesecake. You can be mentally strong, right? Check upon yourself and say, hey, you know what? No, man, I got a goal. I want to achieve it. And if you do want to eat it, put it on that scale. Look it up and say, okay, I'm gonna eat about 200 grams of cheesecake. This equals X amount of calories. All right, man. Well, if, If it fits your macros, old school diet for anybody that remembers that, you know, and you just put it into, you just punch it in, right? And you're like, okay, well, you know what? I spent 400 of my caloric dollars today, and now I only got 1600 or 1700 left, so I best spend them wisely, right? But if you hold yourself accountable, you're truthful with what you're consuming, you should be able to lose weight granted everybody's different and i understand the fact that there may be people that are metabolically damaged right there's people that may be suffering from a stressful life people that are not sleeping enough which is not something i addressed today but hey man sleep is massive massively underrated and something that a lot of people don't realize like i mentioned before sean stevenson's book sleep better i believe of man where the guy basically just breaks down the importance of sleep and why we need to get better sleep hygiene right and i know i mean anybody that's busy children life it's difficult but it is possible so again on that note guys when it comes to burning fat the weight scale paired with my fitness pal is your silver bullet you don't need to take a hardcore thermogenic you don't need to take any one of these drugs, you know, you you don't got to take them, you just got to be honest to yourself and realize that what you're consuming may not be good for you. And just make that switch when it's necessary. All right. On that note, I want you guys to stay safe and keep hitting me up via Instagram at masculine.health.solutions.pe or hit me up at masculinehealthsolutions.com. You can contact me through there. Again, guys, I wish you guys the best. Stay safe. And Stay healthy during these crazy times. (laughs) Do the best that you possibly can for you and your family. On that note, guys, I'm out. Next episode will be coming out soon.